Hello there, welcome to episode 46 of Nevermind the Bullens. My name is Mike Peters, this is your bite-sized Everton podcast and vodcast. Uh, recording this uh, as uh, a bit of a reaction to the uh, Chelsea game, uh, that defeat uh, last night. And before we kind of get to the game itself, I want to cast our minds back a year. A year to the day in actual fact, where we played at Stamford Bridge and we were absolutely mauled by four goals to none and we could have lost by six or seven easily it was just an absolutely wretched performance it was our last game before uh, before lockdown um, and I think last night even though we lost I think is a testament to how far we have come in a year I mean in a very truncated year obviously you know with gaps here and there obviously with uh, with lockdowns and and everything else but it's a testament to how far we've come that we're thinking we went into that game last night not with a sense of trepidation because I think well, like the game last year we were thinking probably this is this could be an absolute nightmare we're going to get a, get a paste in here um, whereas last night we actually went into it I certainly did uh, thinking do you know what we can actually get a result here I know Chelsea are in excellent form but we beat them at Goodison uh, before Christmas and, and we're there our, our form is excellent won our last three haven't conceded a goal you know we're right up there in the mix of the Champions League so why can't we go to Chelsea and get a result the confidence is is that high um obviously that proved to be you know some slight false confidence but because but but equally Chelsea thoroughly deserved to win the game it wasn't a, te- a way that we performed badly um you know we were under the pump I thought Chelsea were exceptional they're pressing they're hustling they're harrying with something akin to what we would expect or would love love to see a Goodison in a big game against you know in any game where you know want to see players pressing and chasing the ball down and desperately trying to win stuff back and Chelsea did that brilliantly last night Thomas Tuchel has has got them purring it's the first chance I've really had to watch them since he's taken over and I thought they were absolutely excellent we matched them uh, as, as best as we could we were under the pump for well the entire 90 minutes really um, we had a couple of opportunities, didn't take them, but we really didn't deserve anything out of the game. If we got away with the draw, then then we'd have been, you know, counting our lucky stars. Really, um, I mean, a, you know, the big big miss was for me was Abdoulaye Dekore because he provides such en- energy and dynamism in that midfield. And when you look at it, and you go, right, hang on, we've got Alan, Gilfrey Sigurdsson, Andre Gomez in there, um, none of whom are blessed with with pace. You're thinking we are really going to be at it with the the active runners that they have uh, coming from midfield, and, and and so it proved to be. Um, whether he'd have been able to make the difference and uh, allow us to get a result, well, we'll guess we'll never know, will we? Uh, but he's going to be a big miss for us, and hopefully we can. Um, you know he's going to be out for a couple of weeks by the sounds of it, um, with an important injury according to Carlo. But it it's it disappointing. He was a big big miss for us last year, and that just shows that 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 you know the squad, the respective squads, and that absolutely poles apart. Whereas we have nobody to come in. If we lose a player like that, there is no no one to come in. And you just look at the benches from last night, and I was watching it, and I'm thinking that. It shows how far we've come and how far we've got to go in terms of um, recruitment, in terms of personnel. Their their bench was Kepper, uh, Antonio Rudiger, Thiago Silva, Angolo Kante, uh, Christian Pulisic, uh, Olivier Giroud, Mason Mount, Ben Chilwell, and Hakim Ziyech. Now that's about, about what three hundred and odd million quids worth of talent on the bench, all of whom are first teamers in pretty much every other Premier League team. Kepper, maybe not bit dodgy our bench on the other hand last night Josh King Niels and Konku Bernard Tom Davis just coming back from an injury uh, Jean Virginia uh, Nathan Broadhead um, 
and then John, Tyra, and Onyango as well. So you've got, what, three, four kids there. Uh, a lad who's played a couple of Premier League games in Niels and Konku. Um, and, you know, our third-choice goalkeeper because Robin Olsen's out. Now, you know, that just shows where we're, where we're at. We're in a, a transitional phase with the squad. And we know that. We know that. But that shows actually how far we've come that we're coming out of this disappointed that we didn't get a result out of that game you know um we just you're disappointed whenever you lose a, a game of football as a fan aren't you but we're thinking actually i said when we're going into it thinking we can genuinely get something here and then we don't that's that's disappointing um what was disappointing within the game was the defensive lapses because we gave away two really poor goals. We've been, although they've been obviously on top, we'd defended well, our shape was excellent, we'd tackled, we'd hustled, we'd harried. There was no out ball, we were under constant pressure um, and we just couldn't get uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin and Orton Richarlison uh, really on the, you know, on it at all. Although when they did have chances, obviously they didn't take them. That one, Richarlison early in the second half where he just gets his, uh, he runs across him a little bit too far, he's out of shape and he sclaps it into the, uh, uh, into, you know, well wider the goal was, was disappointing. But, you know, that first goal was poor. Mason Holgate switches off. Uh, or has come out, Alex Awobi switches off, and Mason Holgate's come out to chat, and there's a huge amount of space in there. Marcus Alonso comes in, and they get a bit of a bit of a spawny goal, don't they, to be fair, from, from Kai Abbott's uh, off Ben Godfrey. You know, disappointing, but hey, that can that can happen. Uh, Jordan Pickford, who, you know, made a couple of really, really good saves, um, you know, then has a rush of blood. Well, that could have happened in any game, to be fair. Um, and ultimately, I'd rather, <laughs> rather him get... A, a, a daft thing like that and he knew as soon as he made the challenge you could see on his face there was no appeal of like no that's not a penalty ref um, there was no, none of that because he knew straight away that he'd come out and he had made a challenge that he had absolutely no need to make but if you're going to get it out of the way you might as well get a daft rush of blood uh, like that out the way in a game that you're already losing and you were always going to be up, up against it to get a result out of at that point anyway um, so I think although it's weird to say it coming off the back of a defeat I think we can take some confidence out of it because we matched Chelsea we stifled them for for large parts of that game and but for those two uh sort of defensive lapses I know they had chances late on and they could have extended the the lead but I mean anything more than 2-0 I think would have flattered Chelsea I don't think they were that much better than us um we can take right actually do you know what we've done really well here when we're we're struggling we've got players out you know uh, no Seamus Coleman Tom Davis just coming back from an injury Adelaide Decore no James you know a number of key players for us not available and yet we've we've managed to match a, a team with genuine top four aspirations and we probably at the start of the season thought they might be within, within a shout of maybe challenging for the title um, you know a really purring under their, their new manager and we've and we've done pretty well against them um, and we can take a lot of heart from that we can't allow you know one bad night to, to affect us um, we've now got obviously you know a rest for five days and the game's come thick and fast we've had three games uh, in a week you know he's had to rotate his squad um, but if you're saying to any fan you're going to win three games out of four um, you go right that's alright I'll take nine points out of twelve every every <laughs> Consistently, nobody's going to really complain about that, are they? So we need to just say, eight hey, last night was a bit of a blip. We carry it on uh, to Saturday. Obviously, got a game against uh, Burnley. Obviously, got, a, got they got a result against uh, Arsenal at the weekend, and we know what type of test they're they're going to provide. Um, and then we go into a you know a complete gimme against um, 
you know, shot to nothing against Man City in the FA Cup. So we're still in the mix. Obviously, West Ham uh, won. Uh, as my phone goes off, brilliant. Um, West Ham obviously won and are back in, right in contention with the top four, but we're still in there, absolutely still in there. We've got Villa to play twice. We've still got to go to West Ham, um, and we're in there. So we, we shouldn't allow last night to kind of really dent our morale or our confidence, and hopefully um, we'll uh, see us bounce back um, Partridge style uh, on Saturday against Burnley. Um, if you want to get in touch, feel free. Lovely to hear from you. At NMTBpod on Twitter, nmtbpod at gmail.com uh, on the email. This has been a top content production. And until episode 47, after the Burnley game, come on, you blues. Come on, you blues.